Mutt shirking his duties as a podcast host. Yeah, so let's, okay, we're at Lord Hobo, but let's we explain sure the situation here, Chime. So, no podcast dropped Thursday per usual. Correct. We that are currently correct. sitting. It is ten, currently Thursday. We're currently sitting 10 feet from Mutt. We are indeed. Who is live on the air instead of doing this podcast. Actually, I think he's in commercial break right now. Oh, um, he, is? he was talking to Tom Curran, though. I can't tell when he's in commercial break because Mutt has this, like, Paul of like I don't know what's happening right now. Like but he, normally, a host would take the headset off. You know the Chuck Norris. You know the break? Chuck Norris T-shirt that's like Chuck Norris when he's sad. Chuck Norris yeah, when he's happy. Or Darth Vader. Like it's like insert any host we work with here, and it's like host when they're happy with what a producer does. Host when they're mad with what a producer it's all the does. Same. It's just all it's the same. The they never say anything, so we never really know what the hell's no, going never. on right now. Uh, but so Mud is sitting like two feet away from us doing his show live. And Shime and I are recording our podcast that we could not put out today because, and Rob Bradford's taking pictures of all of us. He's taking Twitter photos of us because Mutt's so far away. So so so, so the situation, karaoke, we're going to break into that? The situation with the show today is that Shime and I will be on Mutt's show. You're probably listening to this on Friday if you're even listening to it on Friday or Saturday or Sunday. But Shime and I will be on Mutt's show Friday night. From 9.30 to 10, which roughly correlates to 15 minutes of actually being and on the air. And we're going to actually show up early and force our way on earlier, probably. Because he has a John, inter- a John Ewing interview at 9. Well, if John Ewing so. gets done before, at like 9.15, I we're think we walk just right storm in. him, right? Yeah, 100%. So, Even if he's in the middle of a sentence, we're just storming right in. So that's going to correlate to roughly 15 minutes of us being on the air with Mutt, which is going to turn into the podcast. Yep. Uh, which is idiotic for a few reasons, but I think rather than rather than vent about that, I think it's better to just move on. We're going to move on. You know, we're so, going to move forward with our lives. We don't like to dwell on things. We're not Keith. We don't hold grudges. Uh, you know, we like to look ahead, and there's some almost breaking news upon us. Speaking of looking ahead, so we bring in, we bring in our, uh, what's your title? Uh, digital content specialist. Yeah, digital there it is. That's yeah. it. Assistant to the digital very, content very specialist. Very fancy. So Scott McLaughlin's here because we've got this photo that Tom Brady. In this episode, we're going to do the Tom Brady, uh, the Tom Brady destination odds. But before we do this, we've got this photo that Tom Brady tweeted and Instagram to it put on all Brady cryptic. media. So it is. It, it, if, if you're listening, you know what we're talking about. Go to Tom Brady's Twitter, or social media, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Instagram. Twitter, Catch it in posts on Facebook. I don't know what that means. Okay, so he doesn't want the boomers to see it then. Right. So. <laughs> okay, boomer. But it's definitely on Twitter, Instagram. Okay, describe this out. photo to me, Sean. Okay, so it looks as though so we have a stadium backdrop. It's a black and white photo. It's Gillette. Uh, it's very, Gillette. Very artistic. Is it Gillette? It is absolutely Gillette. So okay. that is the that I know that. That is the way oh, yeah. the away team runs onto the field yep. because I can that see is the Revolution banner in yes. the background. So that um, this is where when media comes down from the booth and walks to the locker rooms, this is literally right where so we walk by. Gillette Stadium and Tom Brady as a member of the media is standing as a shadowy figure in the center of the walkway, and you're unable to tell if he's walking into the stadium or out of the stadium. And at the same time, it had just clearly rained or precipitated in some way that there's a reflection. Of Tom Brady's shadow on the floor as well. It's very artistic. It's black and white, um, and we're unsure his knee, his right knee, or could be his left knee. His knee is bent at a specific angle that it looks like it, you can't even tell if he's walking in or out. But even some people have claimed that he's standing still, which I, I'm still not fully sold on. No, so we brought in our expert. He's got a foot lifted, so he's definitely not. Does he though? No, because if you zoom like in enough. 
it looks like it's just cut off by the ground. Like like by the ripple of the ground. No, his his legs I think his leg is better than the way. I feel like the only way. His shoe is exactly the same width as his shin. The only way that his leg. So I think he is stepping away from us. I think that is why his leg. The only way his leg could be contorted that way is if he is stepping forward, which means he is stepping into the stadium, which for his career means he is returning to the Patriots. New England. (laughs) Yeah. Like that is it, the conclusion I draw. Brought out all the all the uh, pretend experts on on social media who conspiracy like, theorists analyzing his body language. There was a guy who tweeted at Mutt that like because his right shoulder is higher. Yeah, that's that, that, throwing, the Twitter egg with his, seven followers. Yeah, that's his throwing shoulder because <laughs> it's like stronger or whatever. He's a professional clothier. Give him respect. Right. I think we are. Yeah, I think we we are reading into this way too much. Uh, Adam Schefter tweeted that it is not related to his future, so he really kind of like killed the whole buzz of the night. Our own Glenn Ordway seems to think it's something that involves a Super Bowl commercial, which I am totally out on. Yeah, someone else tweeted a comparison of it to, I guess, at least a semi-famous Kobe photo. Yeah, yeah, I saw of him walking the Kobe off walking the court. Out photo. Yeah. Uh, Black and white Kobe photo. So perhaps it's some sort of tribute now to when, that. Now, when's that photo from in Kobe? Is that Kobe's last game that that was taken? Let me see. I'll, I'll do a little bit. Because I don't know the story it. behind that photo. Neither do I. So I if, literally if, just saw this. So if Tom Brady's making an allusion to this Kobe photo, it could mean either he's leaving or he's going to the Chargers. Your take. <laughs> I feel like I do not No. I don't think it's. I think it would just be a tribute to Kobe as much as anything. I don't think there's any connection to L.A. or retiring. I mean, we all definitely don't think Tom Brady's retiring. That seems to be on no. the table. See, that's not even. So we've got so, these. We've got these odds up from the Action Network about where no, so Brady's going to go. Retirement so this, isn't even on here. After a brief dive into the Googles, okay, uh, this Kobe photo does not seem to be a retirement photo. It's him embracing the quote-unquote hate. So I believe it is a later part in his career. Where it's like a Nike promotion. So I could see that perhaps it's a little bit of both. Perhaps it's a Kobe tribute and also going to be some sort of Super Bowl commercial we see Sunday night. Maybe it's a Kobe tribute Super Bowl commercial. Yep. Or something we can see like pregame. Yeah, like I could see that. Okay. Well, if I didn't say this already, we are at Lord Hobo. We sure are. In fact, and that's why it's loud. Before we continue with these Tom Brady next team odds, let's okay. go around the table and everyone say what you're drinking. Shime, you're drinking water. Uh, so I'm not drinking Shime's water. Drinking, shockingly, Shime is drinking nothing. Here's the thing. Uh, I was drinking. I have since finished my drink. Shime was cut off, actually, like I an hour ago. I was not cut off. I, the bartender strongly suggested okay. he mix in a water. Here's the thing. Uh, John... <laughs> says a lot of things that are untrue. What? Uh, I, in fact, can handle my alcohol. I didn't say you couldn't handle it. I just said you were being... I've like, only you had were, two beers, Sean, John. your shirt was off and you were on the table. <laughs> That's not true at all. I'm wearing a bubble vest and a button down. It's too much work to take hey, off. you had the vest on over, but you were naked underneath it. You know what, John? Sometimes you got to just cool off, shot, okay? Shot, 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 <laughs> Anyways, I, ha- I was drinking uh, an Angelica which is their hazy IPA here at Lord Hobo, which I find uh, one of my more favorite beers. Okay. Scott, what were you drinking? Uh, I've got the Hobo Life, with the, which is a session IPA. A little bit on the lighter side, but good, nice, light, 
nice light drink. Before that, I had a glorious, which Ooh. glorious is another. That is one. definitely one of my favorites. Is it of glorious? Theirs. It is. It glorious. is. Quite why, would they, why would they call it glorious if it wasn't glorious? Right. True. Exactly. Lord Hobo does not be false, false advertising. advertising. <laughs> exactly. They, they don't do that. It's and if they do, we like, will not say they do because we, right are, we are. We uh, are. They actually. Guests they're of them. I have to say. So, outside of them being great hosts to us and allowing us to drink and record and mutt to a live broadcast here. Um, and also drink and record. Like, the yeah. place itself is beautiful. Um, well, my girlfriend had come too. here, like, a long time ago when it was smaller, and they redid it. And it is, like, the entire inside here is fantastic. The wood beams are awesome. The paintings on the walls Yeah, are the nuts. wood beams. Like, I, was awesome. really, I was checking those out. I'm a big fan of exposed wood. All right, John? <laughs> <laughs> you can save that as a drop for later. You're welcome. Um, we are putting no, this I in just, the Shimes Picks intro for tomorrow. A, I think it's, like, it's a, it's a perfect place to come and do things like this, and uh, and then on top of that, the beer and the food are delicious. So. Yeah, uh, and you can see right into like their whole back room with all their giant yeah, so like you, metal tanks with all the You could tell if they were room. if they were trying yeah. to slip some like government juice to to hypnotize uh, to to mesmerize the masses or whatever the stuff that the government does. Yeah, yep, uh, yep. Like uh, chem 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 fields. What are those things called? Yeah. With the planes okay, keep fly going, John. With the chems. You'll get it. You know what I'm talking Land about. Land the plane. Land the plane. <laughs> all right. Uh, um, it's a Beck song too. Uh, chemtrails, uh, chemtrails, uh, uh, chemtrails. No, I got okay. it. Good you're job. just mad because I said you were naked on the table. And now you're revolting. I'm not mad. Come up I with something. Been... Or, if you're gonna chirp me, come up with something original rather than what Mutt does to me. <laughs> but me and Mutt are thick as thieves. Of course, I'm gonna steal this bitch. Well, you just copied. And on top of that, I enjoy being naked. So, <laughs> so like, how? Why would I refute what you're telling about? Yeah, well, me. not if the police are cuffing you. But they're not. They're totally okay with. Hey, it. Mutt, do you want to come on our podcast? Hey, look who it is. It's my do a radio show here. What do you mean what's a radio the, show? What's the best radio show? Ah, what's the best really beer? Think. What are you drinking? What's Anderson drinking? Uh, I don't know what Anderson's drinking. What are you didn't say. We went around the road. Well, we, we went around the horn here. I'm Just drinking tell the six one. Drinking. I'm drinking the six one seven Title Town beer, which is the one we're supposed to be pushing. By the way, Scott, what are you drinking? Uh, this is this is Hobo Life. Okay. And I'm drinking the Angelica. What's so that? It's a hazy IPA, 5.5, delicious. Why do you always delicious. pick? This is why you're the songbird of our generation. You pick the best-sounding beers. You're wearing a nice vest tonight. You look, that's a brewery outfit. This this reeks of, I'm going to go to some breweries on Sunday. Maybe bring a dog with good. me. I don't know what's yeah. going to happen. I love dogs. Yeah. Big animal guy. I don't know. John's trying to make claims that I was naked earlier. Like, why would I ever want to take this off? I look better with this on. Uh, well, this is never going to get posted, so you guys can say whatever you want. Yeah, we can say whatever we want. Okay. I'm going back on the air. Goodbye. All right, uh, tell yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's, sure it's going to sound like shit when uh, when we when we hit stop anyway, like it did the last two times. I blame Bradford. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's so, this is, so this is like uh, uncharted waters, not uncharted uh, international waters. There you go. So we could say <laughs> anything's possible. Yeah. Anybody have? Never mind. We'll move on. Anybody? Does anybody want to do what Marcus Morris did uh, last night? No, I don't want to call someone woman. Ouch. Anybody have any any negative opinions about like members of the opposite sex that you'd like to get off your chest here? This is a safe space, guys. It's you know, a brewery. It was, You're it was allowed really to do terrific that. timing on Marcus Morris's part, given like you know, obviously with Co- the death of Kobe and his daughter, and like all the attention that brought to like what Kobe had done for women's basketball, and like his daughter's love of women's basketball, and. They went to all these UConn games together and all this, and like three days later, like we get like, these just like blatantly sexist, stupid comments. And and the, the worst part about it is, is I'm a bigger guy, right? Everybody knows me; I'm a bigger dude. But I know How, at what least, does that have anything to do with what? Can Marcus I finish my point? Said. Let me finish my you point. You love bringing up your weight, and yes. I don't know why. So, so 
in that regard, I know at least like three or four women that you know three that, or four are, women. <laughs> I know five. Can women. I have that one? Are, <laughs> like like in my friends group that could easily kick my ass. That's what I'm saying. Oh, for sure. So saying womanly is like not like it's like what are what are you doing? What are we doing? Right. Like yeah, what is this? They can't shoot threes as good, apparently. <laughs> Says who? Marcus I'm Morris. I'm pretty sure Maya Moore can shoot threes better than Marcus Morris. What's Maya Moore? But Marcus Morris thinks he can UConn. shoot. She was a Yukon Husky. She's yeah. one of the best women basketball oh, players. Oh, Maya Moore. I thought you were saying like Spanish, like Mia Moore, like like your like your <laughs> your wife or something. Hi, Dios mio. <laughs> Marcus Morris thinks he can shoot threes better than anyone else. Though. Yeah, he thinks he thinks he can do a lot of things. That's the <laughs> issue. All right, do we want to do this Tom Brady thing? We're yeah, we might as well. We haven't yet. We're a gambling uh, podcast, so I guess we should. So we've got all 32 teams in front of us with the odds on where Tom Brady is going to end up. Um, coming from the – so from – so we've got all 32. Is there a spot we want to cut off this list where, like, everything below this we don't even consider? Because way uh, at the bottom – I think Let's anything- definitely discuss the possibility of him going to the Chiefs. <laughs> I think anything greater than 50 to 1 is just stupid. So I'd say, well, because the thing is, so we've got Dale's report on the Jets. The Jets are the lowest on, the Jets and the Redskins are both, so Jets are plus 8,000. Redskins are plus 6,600. Do we just ignore Dale's report and do the line I higher think, than that? I think, I think both of those are unrealistic. I don't think Tom Brady would ever play for the Jets. And I don't think he would ever play for the Redskins. They right. may be interested in him, but All I don't right. think it's a reciprocated yeah. so the cutoff, feeling. The cutoff line, in my opinion, is right down the middle. At From 16 down, we can cut off. Number 16 being the New Orleans Saints, who Agreed. our host, Dale E. Arnold, follow him on Twitter, at Dale E. Arnold. Catch him on Nesson. Follow him on Instagram, at Dale Arnold. All right, said John, that, hit him up on LinkedIn, Dale E. Arnold. He said that stop? his sleeping giant pick of the week for Tom Brady to go to is the New Orleans Saints. It's true. So we got to keep the line there. My my go-to pick is I really like the Minnesota Vikings. I think overall... New man on the specific, Minnesota Vikings. From a specific standpoint, Kirk Cousins' contract is very easy to get rid of. There's only one year left on it. Gary Kubiak is now the offensive coordinator there. I think he would play very much into what Tom Brady wants to do as a quarterback. And on top of all that, Minnesota's in a dome. And he has Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen right. and Dalvin Cook. So do we I have think an you can ask for so, better weapons. So one of the criteria I have heard about where Tom Brady will go is that the team needs to have a good offensive line. Yep. Do we agree that that's a thing that needs to happen? Agreed. 100% okay, agreed. so he's not going to the Chargers then. They've had no. a crap O-line so here's for years. The thing. Here's the thing that people don't understand is they keep pushing L.A. and the Chargers just because L.A. is this big market and Phillip Rivers is essentially gone. And I think it's ridiculous. He gone. Because it doesn't make any sense. Why would he go to a shitty second-rate organization that doesn't even own the stadium they play in, that doesn't have a fan base, that it's, it, it doesn't make sense. If he's going to go west, he'd go to a team, not that San Francisco needs him, but he would go to a well, team like that. That's why I was like, to me the most obvious bet on here would be the Raiders at plus 2,000, where like I think there's actually some smoke there, and you can understand how that would make sense. And they're what, like eighth on this list or something yeah so yeah. It, if we're gonna go with the o-line edict we can immediately get rid of the jaguars o-line isn't horrible but i'd say it's below par and then they've also got like two qbs so yep. i'd say get rid of that uh lions i'd say get rid of it that's sort Done. of the same situation as far as o-line goes but as far as like bad o-lines on here broncos isn't great chargers sucks and browns, browns is, is pretty bad so you can almost immediately you can almost immediately get it down to like 10 
8-10 teams if Easily. we use the O-line edict. Now the this other is just speaking outside of New England. Right. And the other edict that has been brought up a lot, which I think you and I have talked about this time, we both think it's kind of bullshit, is the they need to be able to like run Brady's system or whatever. Nobody think- needs to run Brady's system. Brady, if Brady ever went to San Francisco, do you think he's going to tell Kyle Shanahan how he needs to run his offense? Right. No. Kyle Shanahan's one, arguably the best play caller. In my opinion, he is the best play caller ever. in all of football and possibly in the last 25 years, at least. Oh, not Jim. Ever. There you oh, go. Jim. And, no, I said I, Tom I Brady's said not going to tell so. Kyle Shanahan how to run the offense. Tom Brady's going to learn the offense because right. for Tom Brady, it's not that difficult. For example, so numbers 16 and 15 on this list, Minnesota Vikings and New Orleans Saints at plus 5,000. You think he's going to tell Tom, Gary Kubiak or Sean or, Payton exactly. how to run their offense? Exactly. Absolutely friggin' I, not. I, I don't think Tom Brady's ego is big enough to be like, oh, yeah, hey, hey, Sean Payton or hey, hey Gary Kubiak, you've won uh, – your One offense has won many Super Bowls and has, has been – the highest rating or uh, the highest uh, had them the best offense historically in the Broncos in 2012 uh, or 13 whichever one it was 2013 I'm yeah. gonna tell you what to do yeah that's like, not he knows happening the dude's smart like yeah. he'll same with Sean Payton that's the other thing too is Tom Brady knows who's a smart coach and who's a dumb coach he's not gonna go play for some moron or first year coach it's not gonna happen so it's th- I I do think despite Dale's speculation I don't think the Saints are a serious contender, even though he could go there and win. I feel like there's part of Brady that doesn't want to, like, have to follow other legacies. Like, I don't think he wants to, like, just replace Breeze. I also, like, I see the Colts third on this list. I don't think he's, like, take the Colts off the table. He's not going to go to the team that was the Patriots' biggest rival for so many years, where Peyton was, that started to flakegate, like... I understand that, like, it could be a team that would make sense. He's had two other friends there in Brissett and Hoyer, so, like, probably has some idea of what's going on. But I just don't think he's going to play for that franchise. Right. So like, can, can that would be a bad plus 900 bad bet. So can we take Bears and Cowboys off this list as well? Yeah, 100%. Because they, I don't think the yeah. Cowboys are trading or passing on the opportunity to sign a guy like Dak Prescott, who you're going to have yeah. for multiple years and beyond, and who is an emerging superstar in the NFL, to take Tom Brady for what? Two years? Three years tops? So I'll have to say, so Rob... But it does Rob, seem like the kind of thing that could appeal to Jerry... Like, if they can't figure it out with Dak, like, you could see that appealing to Jerry Jones. I don't think that's a Jones. thing that appeals to Mike McCarthy, though. And I think if Mike McCarthy had any indication that that's what Jones wanted to do, he wouldn't have taken the job in the first yeah. place. So as we said before, Scott is sitting in with us. He is our uh, assistant to the digital specialist. Rob is assistant to the website editor specialist. This is a great headline for you guys. Winners Club podcast eliminates LA Chargers as a uh, potential Tom Brady landing spot. Because of this list, the only teams we've got left based on that conversation, Patriots. uh, The Colts. uh, Who would win in a race, Scott McLaughlin or Ennis Cantor? I don't know, Scott. How are your hammies doing these days? Uh, not great, probably. <laughs> I, I feel like I could blow one out very easily. Are we talking about Ennis Cantor right now or healthy Ennis Cantor? Are we yeah, talking about I, Scott I, McLaughlin I, right I, now I, or Scott McLaughlin spit, in his prime? Spinning the wheel of Ennis Cantor. Hey, we I will take cross country the, in high school. That, that was a long you, time you ago. You did? <laughs> yeah. this is, this is I also the, did, yeah. This is one of the most... There's two things I find shocking in the last three hours that I've discovered. <laughs> Number one, that you ran cross country in high school. Number two, that Mutt was a double major and he has a he has a major in journalism in school. I mean, he knows zero about journalism. Why isn't he writing columns then? 
Like, I think I actually spell. knew that about Mutt, though. <laughs> he, he, literally, he literally can't spell. He, he tried writing a blog for us, and he can't spell. Anyway, that's all I got for you. Who wins in a spelling bee? Me or Mutt? I mean, you. That has to set, happen. Set the odds. How does that not happen? We need a whiteboard. Oh. I would destroy Mutt. We, need we a definitely whiteboard. need to do like a, a station spelling bee with... Whoever would think is going to be the worst possible Mutt contender. Wingy. What if Wiggy's... Oh, yes. Mutt, Wiggy, me Mark the James. ringer. What if Wiggy's just nasty at spelling, but he just can't speak? <laughs> he just like, can't he, pronounce he could, it. He could spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, but he can't say cat. Like, you'll give him grammatically, and he'll say grammarly, and then spell grammatically. <laughs> <laughs> he actually is one of, like, the top phonetic minds of, like, our time. It's like Noam Chomsky and Wiggy. <laughs> Noam Chomsky was a pull. Well done. Anyways, of these 16, we've got left. Patriots, Scott said no to Colts. I don't think we've eliminated Colts, I don't though. think you can fully eliminate them just because of the cap space yep. they have. Titans, Panthers, we still have on here. Yep. Yeah. Raiders, Raiders. Buccaneers. Yep. Dolphins, Vikings, Saints. So eight teams? We're, at, we're down to eight. Now, some of these are so dependent on what they do with their current QBs. So if we want, I said na- nine wanna, teams. I can't so, count. So if we want to narrow that even further, if we were like Vikings and Saints, for example, let's say we narrow it by their current QB situation. Yep. So obviously Saints. So if Drew Brees says he's coming back, then he's their QB. Yeah, but technically or they don't have a quarterback they, or right or now. Or if they like Teddy Bridgewater and decide right, to keep or him. Taysom Hill, they got like yeah. three that yeah. they're working technically, with. Technically, all three of them are free agents, though. So right now you can't rule it out. I say I think the Saints are in. I think if you want to do this way, I think. Don't, Theoretically, don't the, Saints, the Saints have like an even worse situation with, than the, the Patriots the in terms of dead cap money. Space, yeah, yeah they, they are. They the, actually both those teams at the bottom. Sometimes I wonder whenever they sign somebody, I'm like, where's this cash coming from? Because then you, you you pull up their spot track or they're over the cap, and they got like two million dollars, but then they just re- but then they like signed Eric Kendricks to like five years, seventy million. And I'm like, I, I literally was looking at your cap room yesterday, and you had one million in cap room. So thanks to one of our good buddies on Twitter, Ben Baldwin. Uh, of the athletic, who we love, We've, we we're, love. We're not friends with him at all. But. No, we're not. But we love his analytical approach to everything, and he posts a crap ton of graphs, which we then print out for our guys who don't understand them at all. But I'm going to explain one to you right now. According to this graph, which is basically at a team's Winners Club Pod, Shime will tweet it out so you yes, can follow I will. along. Uh, this is a graph uh, that that displays the NFL team's off-season resources. Okay, the x-axis is draft pick value. Y-axis. Axis. The X what? Yeah. The Y axis. X axis gonna give it to you. The Y axis is cap space. The New Orleans Saints. This is an audio experience. Are the third worst team on this graph, after the Steelers and the 49ers when it comes to cap space and draft picks. Yeah, but they up. always have been. No, and I understand. They have been but, for like five years. But like at the same time, there's so many other teams that are far better suited in a far better position. To acquire a guy like Tom Brady or anything for that matter. Anderson just shit all over your X axis. <laughs> it's fine. I know. Anderson's not yes. a math guy. Screw your X axis. Find, find. I was the, good at math. Yeah, find the slope of a line. <laughs> just any line. Y equals mx plus b. Why? That is that is not. I can't find the slope of a formula. Y equals mx plus b. You, you have to find the slope. Yeah, of a line. I know it is. You're not giving me the numbers. You can I need figure the point. it out. You need to give me figure two points. Figure it out. 
I gave you the graph. Figure it out. You didn't give me a graph. You gave me a graph with a bunch of NFL logos on it. I can't find the slope of a, care, of a line that doesn't exist. My, John, my experience you... with graphs only goes to hockey with Corsi. And, uh, like, that's like. Can that's... you derive the Pythagorean theorem? A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Yeah, can you derive that and tell me where it comes from? What? It, give me the triangle then. You know. It I... comes from. Curly John doesn't you know, know how to derive. I don't need the equations. Pythagorean theorem. I watch football, okay? So do I. I watch football. I watch those I offensive don't need the lines. That guard theorem. pull, that motion to determine its man coverage. I know when it's cover two, you're supposed to pull up and hit the chair out soft underneath. When it's cover three, you're supposed to let him Spider go. Spider two, why banana? What do you do? Just throw it to the fullback. I know that the linebackers time. are watching the guards to see which way they pull. I don't need the Pythagorean theorem to determine that. It's a fair point. All right, anyway, so we're down to like what? Six teams? All right, based on the teams we've got less, uh, Scott, Shime, Rob, you can even make a pick if you want. You're not mic'd, but you can, you can make a pick. Based on these odds, pick your team for where you think Tom Brady will land, where you want him to go, what you're betting. I think the best bet on the board is the Las Vegas Raiders at plus 2,000. Yeah, I agree. Raiders are the – I still think, like, if I'm just picking straight up, no lines or anything – I'm still saying Patriots. I'm still saying he's staying in New England as the right. most likely. But best bet, agreed, Raiders. I'm going to go with Giants plus 5,000. Okay, well, we eliminated that one, so you can't pick that one. Because <laughs> they have a bad so. offensive line. It's off the board? Yeah, we took it off the board. We took it off the board? We actually took the entire bottom half of the list off the board. Basically. Which included the three teams that Dale like said that team, were interested. The worst team on the board is the Dolphins. You're going to seem really stupid when I'm right. Okay. All right, so who picked what? Oh, I pick uh, my my best bet is the uh, Buccaneers because there's an easier out from their current QB situation. One hundred percent. And they and Bruce Arians well, loves so you veteran think quarterbacks. Easier for the Raiders to trade Derek Carr? No, because he's got Especially twenty million. In, he's got twenty million in cap hits the next three years. A guy years. like Kirk Cousins is making what twenty eight million? Yeah, but he wasn't traded. That was a free agent signing. That's fair. Trading a QB like Derek Carr, who's got $20 million on the books the next three years, is I mean, is people a t- are making it out to seem to that trading Nick Foles' contract is going to be easy. I-, I feel like trading a guy... No one's making guy, it out to be easy. Everyone's saying it's going to be hard. People said it would be easy. Okay, you just said that. Just, now you're the only person. And if like, you say it again, you I, can say people. I heard it from people. That's why I'm saying it. There's always oh, going to be your, a team your sources? That's, yeah, my sources. That's I have desperate scoops, enough John. to be like... Scoops, John. Yeah, like Nick Foles or Derek Carr could work. Or like... One of these teams that drafts their next quarterback this year, and it's just like like they're gonna have the cap space because you know they're paying the guy they draft a rookie contract. Also, teams so are, teams like, yeah, are we'll just generally better into hold you know hold his place for a year or two. Teams are generally reluctant to move on from QB situations as well. So like a team like well, the Panthers is is strange because it Cam Newton is not tied to anybody, but no, like Matt Trubisky Rule has no. But like Trubisky there. is tied to everybody, so yeah. it's a bad look on them. And also, like, how often does a GM get another GM job after they are fired from a GM job? Very rarely. Like Dave Gettleman, and I think that's it. Other than that, because so if if Trubisky if if he lets Trubisky go, who's who's there? Uh, who's the Bears GM? Ryan uh, Pace. Yes. If like that's a tough look on Ryan Pace, and then he gets fired, and because they're about to enter, like and not only is that a tough look on Pace, it's a tough look on Nagy. Right, so that's going to be difficult for both of them to. Well, Nagy can be an OC on any team, basically, yeah, if he were to lose his job yeah, right but now. He's not but as far coach. as as far as GMs goes, like the Titans aren't that big of a deal because Mariota's leaving. Same with the the Bucks because James is technically leaving. leaving. But the Tannehill trade, 
you, you, there's more pressure to re-sign him because yeah. of how it the, a GM feels it makes them look, and they want to keep being a GM. That's fair. So there's, yeah. the, there's sort think, of the human element to consider there. I think ultimately the teams with the best in the best position QB-wise to get a guy like Brady are teams like the Dolphins, who have Fitzpatrick, but they're not committed to him. He's not their guy. Uh, a team like Tampa Bay, whose guy is technically a free agent and can walk at any minute. Uh, a team like that where they're not fully invested in someone. They haven't committed yeah. enough resources to be like, hey, I don't think this is and worth it. I can it. never see Miami making like the hardest push for Brady. But then it's just like, does he want to go there or like is... Is he in a position where yeah, like, see, like that's be, a crap that's a crap offensive line? Like, yeah, like what, like can Brady really just be won over by like someone offering him? And then like Chan Gailey's going to try to like else. Chan Gailey's going to run like the friggin' wing T offense with him too, and he's going to be like, well, ultimately, here's the thing: is the best team with the most resources is probably Indianapolis, but it's extremely unlikely, at least to me, that Brady goes to a place like Indianapolis right. over staying in New England, right? Yeah, I know. So there are. Well, so my, my my best bet there was Bucks, but I think I, I think the Patriots pull it off. Yeah, though. I think I think he comes back to the Patriots. If I if I have to choose somebody else, I'm gonna I guess I'm gonna say the Raiders. I really like the Vikings, but again, the Kirk Cousins contract is just something you have to take into consideration. So I think I'd say the Raiders. And Scott, you're on Raiders. Yeah, as best bet, sure. All right. So we started and we finished before and before Mutt's show ended and after it began because it's a four-hour show. Definitely. And here, uh, Mutt, do you want to say bye? We're signing off. Okay. Mutt doesn't want to say Goodbye. bye. Uh, again, lack lack of commitment. Yeah, we're we're rap, we're wrapping. Yeah. No, we're wrapping. We're wrapping. Stop giving me the. What are you doing? We're wrapping up. Chicka 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 chicka. DJ 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 spin that Metcalf. <laughs> we're mad at you for ditching DK, out on our podcast. DK Metcalf. So, if you are listening to this before Friday, be sure to tune in. What are you doing? Because you wanted to talk to I me. was winking to Mutt. You're- Rob, you're disrupting the podcast. You're not even mic'd. Christ. What a guy. Well, Jeez. so Sham and I will be on with Mutt 9.30 to 10, a.k.a. 9.30 to 9.42, and then 9.47 to 9.55. Yep, true. Uh, radio.com app 93.7. Uh, we have a stream, right? We'll tweet we it out, stream, of Scott. course. We do have a stream, yeah. <laughs> WEI.com. Click the it's listen absolutely button. wild technology. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. So we're going to be on that. So if you're listening to this before that, tune into that. If you're listening to this after that, we also posted that as a podcast. So listen to that. All That'll Super have Bowl all stuff. our prop bet picks. Y- y- use the radio.com rewind. Yep. Yeah, use radio.com rewind. And follow, and download follow our at Scott McLaughlin 9 we'll on Twitter. We'll also have in the podcast. So here's what you need to do. You need to use the radio.com rewind to go back and listen to us on Mud at Night. But then download and listen to our podcast because there will be at free least content. five minutes of extra free content from myself for our, and John. For our Patreon listeners. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Patreon <laughs> subscribers. Uh, pre-show, post-show right. commentary. Wow. Okay, we went 15 minutes long and we were supposed to. All right, tweet shop. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, enjoy the rest of, of your Friday? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm.